Welcome to At the Table, a play reading series, brought to you by Charging Moose Media. In this episode, we're chatting with the cast of Mummy and Me by Randy Hunt. Enjoy! Welcome to the At the Table podcast. I'm Rachel Flynn. Hey, I'm Ned Donovan. And uh, we're jumping right in today because right before we pressed play, one of our actors, Nick Ryan... (laughs) Let us know in a very casual conversation about, like, what are you all doing until theater exists again? Mentions that he's, what are you doing, Nick? Uh, I'm moving um, to Hawaii, as a matter Yeah, of he's moving to Hawaii. Just so- a <laughs> casual Hawaii move into the best months to be in Hawaii. <gasps> Just a casual move into Hawaii. Uh... Who's among us? Um, <laughs> it's really, I mean, honestly, it's just one of those fortunate things. Like, I, she's from Hawaii. Amazing. She's born and raised. Um, cool. And her grandparents, they have their grandparents' house, which both of her pa- grandparents have moved on, um, passed on, I should say. And the family has kept this house as kind of a place where they can all be together for holidays and what have you. But in the interim, they all have their own individual places on the island. And this place has just lived vacant. So we were like, why are we paying for rent when unemployment's going to run out, when the pandemic relief is going to run out, when everything is going to run out and I still have bills to pay. We both still have rent to pay. um, And there's no industry for us to potentially work in. Nevertheless, like in person. So I was like, why don't we just chuck the deuces and skedaddle? Mm -hmm. That's the right call. Anything that saves you money, but also if the version is the thing I'm always thinking of doing when I'm sitting outside of uh, an audition room when I'm like at Pearl 519. (laughs) No, it's only when when you're at Ripley Greer because they have a palm tree. Right. (laughs) The Oasis. (laughs) That's right. right. At Butch's Cafe Oasis. Yeah. Um, nothing has ever felt less like paradise to me than Butch's Cafe Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I remember. Except, shout out to Rose Milan, who used to work the counter at Butch's Cafe They're Oasis, all the best. She They're was the fucking the best. best. <laughs> that man knows when I need a tea and a, and a smile and when I need tea and quiet. Quiet. Like, 100%. Exactly. He must be able to tell when an actor is about to, to not be an, a normal human anymore, right? Right. Um, I do remember the first time I, not the first time I cried at Ripley, who can remember that? But um, <laughs> the, first time, the first time I was crying in the lobby by the elevator bank on the 16th floor and they installed the laser lights. <laughs> the laser lights, the inexplicable laser lights. So you're sitting it's next a mood, to a fake guys. palm tree in this like hot pink elevator bank weeping because obviously. And then these green laser dots just start pulsing. <laughs> and it really did help. <laughs> I think it did it help or was it just distracting? Like disorienting, when you really. shake a can at a dog that's barking, you know? That's honestly what I need most of the time. When an audition has gone badly, I just need someone to be like, wow, that's like why it's good that ta- uh, to bring it back, why it's good Taco Cantina is there, right? Oh, Taco Cantina sad. is a like godsend. Yeah, absolutely. So much like how I feel when I go to Taco Bell Cantina, you will, I imagine, feel when you move to Hawaii. I uh, I can't not lie. I, I am looking forward to this. Nick, we're going to have to connect and compare notes. I'm moving to the single farthest place in the United <laughs> States from Hawaii. Uh, yeah, so he's we'll moving to, to coastal I'm Maine. I'm moving to the <gasps> coast of Maine. Todd and I are going to meet in Inwood <laughs> and just talk about the two of you. <laughs> Jealous. Listeners, welcome back to At the Table. We recorded two weeks ago's play 
the same day that we recorded today's play. So we're having a jolly time on this Zoom. <laughs> yeah, this is fun because it's um it's three weeks ago for you, but it's now for us. It's if you just think about it, twenty minutes for us. I oh. now live on this podcast. <laughs> Todd is saving so much rent money. (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, Todd is an institution in this podcast. Thank you so much. I'm Rachel Flynn. This is Todd Bonapane, our our de facto co-host. So, Todd, because we covered it last time, but for those who might be joining in for this play and cast interview first. It sounds like we've lost our minds. It doesn't sound like a good interview. It sounds like crazy people who've been trapped on fucking Zoom on a Saturday. A group of people who said, wouldn't art be fun this Saturday? And we're all wrong. That's what this says. <laughs> Listen, if it's like they've listened to the daily all week, they've heard serious. And now this is yeah. their fun. Let them have their you're fun. You're welcome. You're right. You're right. Welcome. Todd, tell them who you are. Tell them where you live. Tell them I how you are. I am Todd Buonapane, and like earlier this month, I live in Washington Heights, right at the bridge. Come say hi. How are you? How are you doing today? Yeah, how's everything going? I, I, you know what? My day is very full, thanks to you guys, <laughs> <laughs> which is a hard thing to claim in this pandemic. We've had Todd recording now for, uh, I'm not counting, but roughly 19 hours? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> this is a 10 out of 12. Uh, so... <laughs> So, Todd, has anything changed since we chatted last time? You have new opinions you want to put out into the universe? I don't know. I feel like I've had an original opinion in like 10 weeks. Yeah, I wouldn't start now. Don't do it. I also think, can I just say, between Butch's Cafe Oasis and a 10 out of 12 joke, I think this is the most niche interview we've ever done so far. (laughs) Okay, I have a friend who is creating a drag queen character whose name is Pearl Ripley. No, I hate it. I hate it so much. She wears like a two inch character shoe. And a wrap dress. As long as there are jewel tones. I love a jewel tone wrap dress. But here's what I'll give you, Todd. You do have to do one thing different from the last time we interviewed you. Ooh, challenge. What is your favorite snack or food slash meal getting you through the quarantine? It's allowed to still be chips, but what if it was something else? I've actually thought of something else to tell you. Incredible. Yeah! So I don't, Rachel, I don't know if you realize this when we were in Atlanta. I don't eat a lot of things. Um, meat wise, I only eat poultry. So, and it's not for any reasons of like health or morality. It is literally mm-hmm. because when I was 14 and I was a good Catholic boy, I gave up all meat except for poultry for Lent. And then I just didn't ever want to eat it again. All right. So what I, I will get three pounds of ground turkey and usually like some hot turkey sausage and cut those open and cook up four pounds of meat and put like taco seasoning and stuff in it and then just keep ground turkey sausage like vats of it in my fridge brilliant. so I can like make a meal out of it. Time. That's brilliant. I love that. Yeah. That's meal prep. That's actually now that so I have this boyfriend and every conscious. time we're together, he wants to make meals together. I'm like, I've only ever thought about feeding me alone. I don't like... <laughs> Like when people see how I eat, it's very niche. Wow. Are you picky or are there things? Are you picky? I guess that's the question. I'm a little bit picky, but I also just have my friends referred to me being a Toditarian. You know what you so like? I why, don't why, eat why? most meats. I don't eat sugar. I think I did know that. I don't. I can't have nuts. 
Like, I'm not not adventurous. I'm just not adventurous if it, like, was alive once upon a time. Sure, I hear that. My mother, God rest her, wonderful woman, blind woman, terrible cook. So if I wanted to eat things, I constantly was having to find my own food. So I'm not a picky eater because my pickiness was like, try not to eat mom's food. Find an excuse to miss dinner. Yeah, (laughs) I relate to that. I was born and bred on Fast Food Nation. Yeah. 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 Picky eating is like my MO and my girlfriend loves, hates that. Because she knows I'm predictable, but she also knows that my favorite word, challenge, is me for her. Trying to, <laughs> trying to cook for me. She's she's half Asian, so her entire family is, like, interesting and new foods that I'm like, that's a food? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I thought that just lived in the sea. <laughs> How about it? Yeah. And she's like, no, it's delicious with this. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll take your word for it and I'll watch you eat it. I've been impressed with Dust. He's been really, really good about... It's it's sort of similar to East Asian food, um, the Middle Eastern palate, in that not that they are similar, but that there's a lot of different influences and the spice palette is completely different from yeah. Western palates, right? So if For you sure. don't grow up on it, it can be really shocking. But I've been really surprised. Like one of our big spices is um, like a type of dried herb. Like there's a dried herb. Um, a lot of people have it now because it's like at Whole Foods, but um, we put za'atar on everything growing up. And if you didn't grow up on that, it's like a dried leaf based taste, right? Like it's not with like sesame seeds in it. And we just put it on everything like a, like a spread. Right. But if you didn't grow up on that, it's like, why do you want that thing to taste more like the ground? You know? (laughs) I mean, it really is like when I, when I learned to eat clean, I was eating paleo for so long and like having to cut all of my initial taste buds away and like relearning my, my food, appreciation everything was I, I could taste i could literally i felt like i could taste the differences in dirt i literally was like oh this is yes this is a californian yes soil and that's <laughs> you know what i mean like i was really You're like, like a heightened sommelier, in that. but for dirt but for dirt you know and i was looking forward to it because i could differentiate what was what you know but now i've since i've given that up <laughs> eons ago um everything is just not, no give me bring me back to my, my my good childhood foods you know mcdonald's um burger king you know, mm-hmm. some Taco Bell here and there. You oh, know, just, we love a Taco Bell on this podcast. Good. We love Cantina. all of that on this podcast. When the <laughs> pandemic started, I had been doing, I was on tour and I'd been doing Weight Watchers. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do that now. I'm like, I'm not taking the expense <laughs> and no, I'm not doing it. And when None I went that. to quit, if this thing popped up of like, in these hard times, it's better to take care of yourself. And I was like, fuck! You Weight Watchers! I literally <laughs> screamed at my phone. Now, it's an if, attack. They had, yeah. if they had just said, like, we understand, times are hard, we're always here if you want to come back to us. But because they said that, I'm like, fuck you, I'm doing Noom next time. I gotta lose <laughs> Fuck you, I'm doing Noom is so mean. There is a Taco Bell built into the gym that I go to in Brooklyn. It's in Shut the up. lobby. Nice. That is a nice offensive. Thing. That is that is loud. Crunch Flatbush next to the Taco Bell Cantina that serves alcohol. It's Crunch really Flatbush a is also an interesting drag name. That's true. Uh, Do wait, we, can I tell you got... what my drag name is? What is no. it, Todd? Turkey Sausage Patty. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that is good. I like Turkey Sausage Patty. Oh, I think I'd be friends with her. We've gone down a rabbit hole and we've, we've sort of broken the order, but Nick Bryan, you've chatted on the podcast for a second, but would you say hi and tell us oh, where sure. you are? 
Yeah, um, I too am in New York City, Washington Heights. Um, yeah, been here the entire pandemic. It's been super interesting, you know, when everyone thought New York City wasn't going to make it. And then, haha, it's been an interesting experiment to kind of batten down the hatches and just stick something out and see it through. You know what I mean? And it's been kind of a wonderful bonding experience and to kind of reacclimate myself and fall back in love with New York in a way that I had kind of started to lose sight of pre-pandemic. I don't know if that's sure. kind of weird to say, but... No, that's resonant. I feel like I've been experiencing a lot of that too. You know, as it emptied out, it was like, oh, okay, we were, once things kind of slowly, you know, once the numbers started going down, we were taking more bike rides and like just seeing the emptiness and like taking in the majesty of New York. And it, it was really, really remarkable, so... And where is home? Where are you from originally? Originally, I was born in D.C. Uh, and raised between D.C. and Los Angeles, but... So yeah, somewhere smack down. My parents divorced and they meant it. I'm the most adaptable because <laughs> where am I now? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. It's know. if you hang on a little bit, it'll be Hawaii, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's it's all that. All that in a bag of, of chips. Speaking of, is there a snack or quarantine food that has really pulled you through these last few months? It's not as, as healthy as turkey sausage. Is it Taco Bell Cantina? um actually i've really fallen back in love with um i don't know if you guys know them ben and jerry (laughs) yeah they've come back into my life like you introducing them as like an indie band (laughs) what if they came in like this is ben this is jerry and uh they're my buds and uh, they're coming to hawaii my girlfriend yeah exactly we're now a throuple it's awesome um Sugar's always been my number one. Kelsey's gotten used to that. But I'm kind of very lactose intolerant, but I just have learned to take a lactate pill and do the damage. Because 2020, am I right? Yeah. 2020, am I right? Take a pill, deal with the damage. Which you know? Ben & Jerry's, my friend? Actually, I made a special visit to the Ben & Jerry's brick and mortar store just, just a couple of days ago after getting my COVID test. And I got a my favorite flavor, which is the oatmeal cookie chunk, which they've taken away oh, and yeah. brought back. For my request, because we're such a <laughs> per my request. It's been it's been a godsend this entire time, and I've stopped judging myself for letting myself have a pint tonight. If that's what it is, it's going to be. It's just going to be. You know. I have a couple of questions. Go ahead. Question the first, because it's controversial amongst my friends. How do you feel about the core Ben and Jerry's? You know, Inno has its purpose. Some days you just really want to work towards the treasure. There are people who don't like the. Yes, core? there are. No, people Lots like their ice cream mix. Lots of people just like having things blended together. And yeah, I, I will not judge them, you know? I will one not. of the cores is just jam. I know, that's my <laughs> favorite one. It's just jam. Sometimes you're like, hey, hey, this is a pint of ice cream, but in the middle is a jam tunnel. <laughs> that's my scruff name, jam tunnel. A jam tunnel. <laughs> uh, and, and my second question, Nick, where is the brick and mortar Ben and Jerry's store? It is somewhere, let's see, I think it's on 103rd Street and Broadway. Shut up. That exists. There's also one on 43rd. Yes, there is one. There are at least three in Manhattan. There yeah. are. What? Yeah. There's one right in Times Square, dude. What? I, that is dangerous knowledge. Um, listen, I think we've talked about everything there is to talk about. Um, uh, this has been a real joy. Nick Ryan and Todd, uh, who only, I'm just saying Todd. Nick Ryan and Todd. Sounds like three of us. Sounds like Sondheim's next musical. <laughs> hey. Hey. Thank you. Thank you both so much for being here today. Bye. 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 See ya. 
You've been listening to At the Table, a play reading series produced by Charging Moose Media. We are hosted by Rachel Flynn and Ned Donovan. Our artistic director and senior producer is Rachel Flynn. Editor is Ned Donovan. Associate producer is Megan Bagala. Music by Marcus Thorne Bagala. Thanks to our cast, Nick Ryan and Todd Buonapane. To learn more about them, visit our website at chargingmoosemedia.com slash podcast. Be sure to listen to our full Playwright interview episode releasing next week, and you can find us on social media at At The Table Plays. See you next time.